That's ridiculous. Oh, there goes the neighborhood. What's on tonight? Oh, it's Brotherhood. It's not the meetup, man. Oh, there goes the neighborhood. What's on tonight? It's the Brotherhood. It's not the meetup, man. It's not the meetup, man. Got the brothers, Tommy, Kathy, Mikey, Kathy, DVD. Don't piss that way. 029030. That's ridiculous. It's a brotherhood. Snake a doodle, 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 snake a podcast would continue but we are back and we will be better than ever according to my boss he has a big surprise for you the purpose of this podcast so stay tuned to the end for a big surprise about why we're doing this podcast and why i'm being asked to host it well my boss told me since i have a mac computer and i worked at my college radio station for a semester that i have the chops for the this podcast venture. Yes, folks, I'm just making this on Audacity with my MacBook Air. He gave me a mic without a way to connect it to the computer. So maybe next episode, there will be an upgrade in audio standards quality. But for now, I will continue just to yell into my computer's microphone, and I know the quality isn't great. Apologies to all of you listeners out there. We might get better equipment. We just have to keep raising funds with our advertising. Speaking of which, this program was made possible by We Put Bikes Back Up. That's right, We Put Bikes Back Up. Is your bike getting knocked over by stormy weather or just miscreant kids knocking your bike over? Don't worry, folks. We put bikes back up. That's right. If your bike keeps getting knocked over, we'll pick it back up for you. We don't retrieve scooters in the Providence River. Let's start the show. When last we heard from the Caffey family, we met Rose Caffey, who has some colorful ideas about how the world works. She was a better neighbor than these fresh off the boat Hamons and DRs. The Irish were immigrants too, Rose. <laughs> That's not the same thing. These people, they get handed everything. Check that colored fellow. I get it. The one who killed Peg Mullins boy. He was only working to fight that because the state gave a job to a black company that only hires their own kind. If a white company did that... She's pretty much straight up racist. But a listener pointed out to me that that's actually a realistic portrayal of people in Providence of a certain generation. And maybe we're making excuses for people being racist because, yeah, that's a pretty 
dumb excuse. But here we are. It's brotherhood. We have to let some things slide. 2006 was a different time. And the way that Rose is dressed reveals that she's kind of like a 70s, 80s Providence hipster, maybe was involved in drug running. She's wearing this shoulderless lime green shirt. Reminds me of Marge Simpson with these square earrings they're green they're hoop earrings though but they're squares they're green they kind of it's kind of like simpsons hauteur something like that anyways so we meet rose who has many wild things to say and that was where we left off if you didn't listen to episode one i suggest you go back there i'm not going to summarize much else from here so don't be lazy check out episode one okay so we're about halfway through the first episode of brotherhood and this is the second episode of the brotherhood tv show recap podcast very sufficiently named podcast i didn't name it that was my boss's doing as well Okay, last thing before we go back to the show, I do need to give a memoriam for Redemption Donuts. Redemption Donuts is no longer supporting this podcast because they've gone out of business. Redemption Dumpster Diving Donuts no longer in business. Rest in peace. Apparently, PV Donuts always sells out, and so there are never any donuts in the garbage so redemption donuts gone redemption diving donuts dumpster rest in peace let's get back to the program so the caffies are eating dinner and they're surprised when who walks through the door but their long-lost brother long-lost son michael caffey walks through the door and what's gonna happen now that he's back in town seven years oh boy he's not the made man the moment we've all been waiting for finally happens mikey and tommy have a showdown at the dinner table their first time crossing paths on the show and i'm gonna guess it's not the last time don't piss that you're wicked pissed well, if that's the case, why don't we just team up and take over the world? There you go. I just realized now that Tommy Caffey and Mike Caffey are running parallel to famous Boston politician William Bulger and his brother Whitey Bulger, the famous gangster. So that's what they're going for in this show, folks. And what's confusing to me about that is why they just didn't set this in Boston and instead decided to set it in Providence. But I guess that makes it a little more imaginative and creative. Maybe this show isn't so bad after all. Don't piss that me. You're wicked pissed. Let's see what happens next. Tommy's on a walk with his family after dinner, and who pulls over to the side of the road in a big SUV but Freddie Cork, and he wants a snickerdoodle recipe. Hey, by the way, if you only want to copy that recipe they made for the uh, church bazaar, snickerdoodle? And a little bit more. Snickerdoodle? 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 Freddie is unhappy that Mike is back in town, and he tells Tommy he'll leave him alone if Tommy throws him a million dollars worth of snowplow contracts. That seems a little excessive. Let's see if Tommy can pull this off and keep his brother protected. You know your brother before he did this Houdini act? It was a real fucking pain in my ass. It was a real pain in my ass, Bill And this show's called Brotherhood, so something tells me that he figures something out. I'll give you a hint, folks. We'll find out before the end of the episode. And speaking of finding things out before the end of an episode, by the end of tonight, 
you'll find out what the purpose is of this podcast and some really big news regarding the show Brotherhood and my boss and all the great things happening regarding the show Brotherhood. I'm giving you a big hint. Just stick around till the end and find out. This program was made possible by listeners like you and we kick jump bikes. That's right, folks. We kick jump bikes. We've been a very successful new Providence business. We kick jump bikes. There are a gang of kids coming here. We kick jump bikes. We uh, also knock over scooters and we'll retrieve them from the Providence River. Back to the bro down. Rose and Michael have a poignant moment in his old bedroom. Which has some penance from Providence University, which isn't a real college. There's Providence College, there's the University of Rhode Island, there is no Providence University, so I guess they couldn't get the rights to the actual colleges, and, uh, oh yeah, in the scene before that, you can kind of see the Superman building, like, the top of it at the end of the scene with Freddy Cork, I should mention that. Superman building's a pretty iconic building that's downtown, right now it's not being used, but Pretty much the tallest, most iconic skyscraper in Providence's very small skyline. In our next scene, Michael pays a visit to Mo Riley's gang and decides he's gonna take it over and also get some vengeance for the time when Mo Riley, you know, ripped the earring off the girl's ear. Well, Michael decides to do a little, you know, blue velvet David Lynch ear rip, reservoir dogs, etc. Fuck it. It's a pretty deep nod to some great classical work, right? This, uh, this when Michael, uh, yeah, he uh, slices Moe's ear off. Shop the bookies. It's all mine. Got it? Fuck you, Mike. You mean doing a fuck you, Greg? Stop looking after for me. Can you hear me now? Ah! Oh, no. Fucking dead. So. All right, and then our next scene, we are back at Onlyville System Wieners, and Michael's having another big meeting at at Onlyville System Wieners with one of his aides. I think his name's Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. His stupid aide, Jimmy, who's so stupid, and he didn't cover up all the bribery going on and corruption, etc. You want to tell me what I did to offend you? Because you cannot be this incompetent on purpose. Yada yada. That's mutually assured destruction, Jimmy. He's eating a wiener, which kind of looks delicious right now. I'm kind of hungry. Uh, that's our second scene at Onlyville Wieners in just one episode. Woo! So now, Mike has his old business back. He's taking it from Mo Riley. Woo! In the meantime, Tommy goes to the state house where he has a big committee meeting, but on his way in, he kind of gets sidetracked by a couple people. One's an FBI agent, the other is a local PD. Woo! Turns out the local PD he knows used to work for him on a primary. The plot thickens. As he's going in, he's getting yelled at by Freddy Cork's little minion. So he's really feeling it from all sides. What's going to happen with Tommy Caffey? This program is made possible by High End Gutters on Federal Hill 666 Atwells Avenue, Providence, Rhode Island. Want to go bowling? 
and smoke hookah, go to high-end gutters in Providence, Rhode Island. Now hiring firefighters to put out the fires that are started when people's balls go backwards and knock over the hookah. We need people ready with fire extinguishers. Let's get back to the program. Now we have our third scene at Onlyville Wieners. Rose is trying to use some of the money that Michael gave her, and it turns out that it's counterfeit. I, I can't uh, take this. <laughs> Since when am I some father who needs your charity? <laughs> no, Miss Kathy, it's not. It's... That's ridiculous. No, look, I uh, hear there's uh, no watermark. Doesn't have a watermark. And she's trying to use it at Onlyville Wieners. Our third scene at Onlyville Wieners. They really like their wieners. Jeez, these caffies, I tell ya. That's ridiculous. I can really only eat those, like, once a year, twice a year tops. There, you gotta have a strong stomach. That's ridiculous. Doesn't have a watermark. We jump back to Tommy at State House, and he's wheeling and dealing with one of the reps who's representing for my main man, Jamal. And Tommy's trying to figure out how they can smooth things over so everything works out for everyone. Tommy's such a positive guy. He's so chill. He's trying to bring everyone together, and he asks to get some snowplow contracts in order to get Jamal off. What a good idea, and everyone will be cool about it. I'm sure this is the coolest thing you could do. Snowball contracts. Also, Michael leaves earrings for the girl that Mo Riley had assaulted, and behind the earrings is... Mike's kind of a sick dude. He left, uh, he left Mo Riley's ear for her, I don't know, as a replacement, if he thought that she was going to attach it for the one that... Mo had ripped up a little, or he just thought that it was romantic to give a girl an ear. What a cool guy Michael is. Wow. Ugh. That's ridiculous. This program was made possible by this is our newest this is our newest ad. I'm so excited. This was made possible by listeners like you and Onlyville System Wiener Cologne. Wanna smell like you just came from Onlyville System Wieners? Well, we've got cologne that will make you smell just like that. Man, have a hot date tonight? Puh, I got some cologne for you. Here's some Onlyville System Cologne. Mm-mm-mm, smelling good for the ladies. Your wife wondering where you've been all night? Just give it a little puff. Pass, pass, squeeze, squeeze, puff, puff, and you'll smell like Onlyville Wieners in no time. Have a business meeting? Smell like Onlyville Wieners. People will be impressed. That's 666 Valley Street, Providence, Rhode Island. Onlyville System Cologne. Onlyville System Cologne actually has nothing to do with Onlyville Wieners and is a separate business. I hope I don't get sued. Let's get back to Brotherhood, the TV show, not the white supremacist group. That's ridiculous. Now we have another showdown between Michael and Tommy. It's Michael and Tommy, they, they have a mixed relationship. And you know, when I see these scenes, I just close my eyes and pretend that I'm listening to Whitey, what maybe Whitey Bulger and William Bulger sounded like when they talked to each other. I'm sure it was a little less subtle than this. What I liked most about the scene between Mikey and Thomas was the fact that at the beginning, they helped put a fence back together. They're mending fences. They're working together. Goes to show the potential that these two have when they work together. The Honorable Thomas Arkett, working on his house. 
and throw the top. By the end of their conversation, they're on opposite sides of the fence. What a visual metaphor. This show is so deep. I'm so impressed. I want to stop watching this show. Why do I keep watching this show? You're a tornado, Mike. You suck everything in and spit it out, bro. You're my brother, Mike, and I love you. Yeah. You're my brother, Mike, and I love you. Yeah. Our next scene takes place at the green room, which is where the scurvy dog stands now, which is really cool to see what the green room used to look like. It's a very bright shade of green, very Irish looking place, and now the scurvy dog's kind of a goth punk bar, metal, it's very black, and it's the same insides. And the whole scene takes place inside the green room, aka the scurvy dog. It's really cool. It's Patty Mullins' loving memoriam for dying from being a racist. If you remember from earlier in the episode, he was decapitated because he was racist. He deserved it, if you ask me. But now while these Irish people are standing up and being like, yo, Patty Mullins, my dude, we don't care that he was racist. Uh, hey, cool. Great. I'd like to raise a glass. First of many, I'm sure. Patty Muller, an honorable, decent guy with a real gentle streak. Freddie Cork's underling, Marty, is running the festivities at Patty Mullen's memorial service. And it's kind of funny because he says he had a soft streak. The irony being that Patty seemed like a big old meanie. So little bit of fun irony going there, uh, going on there. In the meantime, Tommy runs into Freddie. Make me feel like the fat chick at the parish dance. He chose his own life, but I'm not his keeper. Tommy tells Freddy he doesn't really care what happens to his brother. Freddy's like, dang. Eileen Snicker do the recipe. Then Tommy goes over to Marty. He's like, yo, what up? Marty's like, yo, what up? Something, something, blah, blah, blah. Eileen Snicker do the recipe. This program was made possible by We Put Bikes Back Up. If we see a bike's falling over on the sidewalk, we are good Samaritans and we put them back up for just $5 an hour. We put bikes back up. We heard that there's some people going around Providence kicking bikes over, knocking them over, knocking them down. Well, we go ahead and we put them right back up. We hide in the shadows and wait sometimes when a bike's sitting there and if we see someone knock it over, we go over and we put it back up. It's we put bikes back up. That's We Put Bikes Back Up. That's 666 Hope Street, Providence. Only $5 an hour. Tommy leaves the scurvy dog, and outside there's a real-life-looking dirtbag standing on the wall leaning. It looks like a real dirtbag. It's a real good touch. Really good dirtbag at scurvy dog. And Tommy goes outside, and he knows he's getting spied on by the local PD. He calls him out on it. Asks him for a favor. Something tells me we'll see that guy again. In the next scene, we see Eileen's been cheating on Tommy with an old friend from high school who's a sailor. And they're smoking bud at a hotel. And hubba hubba, he's a hottie. He's a hunk. <laughs> high school was like a million years ago. Nine and a half. All right, so we're getting close to the end. And I want to make sure I mention that this program was made possible by listeners like you. And We Kick Over Jump Bikes presents Brotherhood Tours. Want to get a tour on a jump bike and see all the places where Brotherhood was filmed in Providence? 
want to eat some real hot club popcorn, want to really eat some wieners at Onlyville Wieners, want to go hang out at cool places like Roads on the Patuxet, then email us at We Kick Jump Bikes presents We Kick Jump Bikes breaks into jump bikes and goes on a tour of Providence. Now we're getting real close to the end, folks. And the next scene here, Tommy's out hanging out with his daughter, trying to help fix her bike, and he sees his brother Michael get picked up by Freddy Cork in his stupid SUV, the giant stupid SUV. Whoa, uh, nothing like Sopranos at all. And anyways, and what's Michael up to now? Here's your taste of the action since I took over. Mo's been giving you 10%. I bumped it up to 12 for a start. I'm gonna whack the guy kill Patty Mo. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Jamal's in trouble. Get in the trunk. Michael's on the trail. Get in the trunk. We got 10 minutes left Brotherhood. We've got a couple more messages, and then we're going to have a big surprise to still stick around. My boss wants you to know that something big is up our sleeves here at the Brotherhood TV Show Recap Podcast. Brought to you by High End Gutters. You want to go bowling? Bam! You want to go smoke some hookah? Bam! You want to do it both? Bam, bam! Well, go to High End Gutters. Boop, 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 boop. High End Gutters. Bump, 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 bump. Hi, and gutters, 666, at Wells Ave, Providence, now hiring firefighters. Be careful when you're bowling, because sometimes you, the ball gets stuck in your finger, and it just goes backwards and go, bam, fire. So it's the end of the episode, and it looks like Michael's going to kill Jamal. Get in the trunk. I can't believe Michael is such an asshole. Get in the trunk. What a jerk. Get in the trunk. Oh, but wait, at the last minute, he actually saves Jamal. Oh, Michael is the only redeemable character in this show. Get in the trunk. Barely. By just a little smidgen. Get in the trunk. But hey, they just built it up. That was the whole thing. They made all the characters really terrible, but at least one of them isn't. So I guess he's our hero. Because in the meantime, we find out that Tommy is actually going to keep that blackmail gambling paper that Michael gave him and Eileen finds it. I don't know. I'm kind of lost here. Really emphasizing the Eileen as the nagging wife trope that is dangerous. You know, Carmela was a little like that in Sopranos, but she did overcome it to become a more complex character. Skylar White also, pretty much the whole run of Breaking Bad to Walter White. She got a little better as the series went along, but most of the time, nagging wife. Corinne Mackey to Vic Mackey in The Shield, also a nagging wife. Betty Draper to Don Draper in Mad Men. If there are any others that you can think of, email me at brotherhoodshowrecappodcast at gmail.com. Nagging wife in the subject line. So that's the end of the episode. Michael has saved the day. Jamal is fine. 
line where Tommy's maybe breaking bad, if you will, and actually he seems like the terrible one where Michael is maybe the chill one. The big surprise, what we've come to at the end here, my boss has a special announcement. We are making this recap podcast because my boss tells me we are going to be making a Brotherhood reboot because there were three seasons of Brotherhood. We are going to reboot it and make season four. So in order to gain a little buzz, a little interest, we're going to keep making these podcasts so people will want to watch it when it comes out. The re- That's right, the reboot of Brotherhood TV show. My boss told me all about it. And again, while you're probably thinking, how does your boss know? Well, my boss is Blake Masters. He was the creator of Brotherhood. That's right, Blake Masters. My dad, I mean my boss, he created Brotherhood and is making a fourth season. Just when you thought that you heard it all here on Brotherhood TV show recap podcast, we've got another season coming up. So that's after we recap all three seasons though. So stay tuned for more on the Brotherhood TV show recap podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, last note, there is a fourth scene at Onlyville Wieners when Michael picks up Jamal. So four scenes at Onlyville Wieners. Talk to you next week. I love prestige shows and Providence, my lovely city. Which one do we get? Brotherhood. Jersey gets Sopranos. The Wire gets Baltimore. Boston, cheers. Atlanta, Atlanta. L.A., The Shield. New York, how many shows in New York? Taxi. NYPD Blue, you go on and on. We get Brotherhood.